Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk. I'm your host, James Dean Littlejohn. Here I am. <laughs> Me on a Tuesday. Um, I hope you're okay. Um, I'm not been too bad, I suppose. Um, but I'm not going to drone on about myself, really. I just want to know, how are you? I hope you're okay. I hope you've been getting through the start of this week with the gusto and these the vigour and the spirit spreading the happiness as much as we can. It's payday as well for most people, so today or tomorrow, depending on when you get paid, actually it might be different, I used to get paid in the middle of the month. Um, but averagely, it's payday soon, so we all start to get a little bit happier. We're out the January blues, we're into February. February's a short month as well anyway, so we feel like we're getting money sooner. So let's get the start of this year going now. Um, really, really, really important. Um, do you know what? I was reflecting. What what spurred me on to talk to you tonight? Well, quite a few things, really. Um, one, I suppose, I still, I was, I was feeling a little bit anxious today. I don't know why. I don't really know why. Um, I was just, I've been a sort of a bit reserved. I've been a little bit irritable the last couple of days. Um, I've not been in the best of place mentally. Um, just. I don't know why. Uh, I suppose things are just getting on top of me a little bit. Not work-wise, just life in general just seems to be getting on top of me a little bit at the moment. Um, I want to see the sun. I want to get back out there. I really want to start socialising a bit more. It's been apps. I, I really struggle when I don't properly socialise. Uh, when it just feels like work, 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 and sleep, 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 and that just doesn't float my boat. It really doesn't float my boat. Um and when you're working, are you doing what you love? Well, I love the podcasts. I love doing my artwork. I don't get to do that as much as I really want to. I'm really in the drive for my artwork at the moment, and I'm feeling I'm I'm enjoying it. I've I've I think I've made about seven art um, art projects, and um, I've not made a sale yet, but I'm hopeful because I've not done much advertising. I'm just kind of doing. I want to enjoy the process. I want to, um, today when I was doing, finishing off the artwork, I actually for the first time didn't enjoy the process. I felt like I was rushing it. It didn't quite feel like perfection was coming as easy as it had previously. And it was, that was my mental state, really, I'll be honest with you. Um, I enjoyed it, but I felt like I was rushing it. The end result was, it was fantastic. I mean, I, I've picked flaws in it, obviously. Um, but at the same time, I know I'm a little bit particular about, you know, how I like things and sometimes what I like and what I'd like perfection to be, um, you know, it sometimes isn't achievable or if it is, is it really going to be noticeable? Um, not really, no, not not at the, um, you know, not, not the level I am, do you know what I mean? I'm not sort of selling bits of artwork for, you know, millions or thousands. I mean, yeah, Christ, you know, it'd be an amazing aspiration one day. Um, but you know, I'm just, I'm just enjoying the process mentally because I found something that I enjoy. I found something that it is not cheap to, to do. It's not a cheap hobby. Um, but at the same time, the results will come, um, and that will negate the financial implications eventually, hopefully, um, if I'm good enough. Um, and then, then it just turns into fun. It, then it turns into what it should be. Um, I've now got something I enjoy doing, making money 
to continue to do what I enjoy doing. Do you see what I mean? And that's almost like, that's the perfect job, isn't it? We, we see a lot of it on social media, TikTok and all this, how people have, you know, they're now, they're not going and doing jobs now, are they? They're, they're, their job is an influencer or, or a content creator, as I think they're called now. Um, and I'm on that movement a little bit, if I'm brutally honest, because that's ultimately what I like to do. And, and I can see the appeal. Um, I love talking. I love my podcast. I, I, whether, you know, I'm getting the same feeling out there is, 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 you know, I don't really know. Um, but at the same time, I enjoy doing I enjoy talking. And it's more about the fact of um, this is my way of finding relief in my mental state to be able to talk about things and how I feel and and you know genuinely just um get a bit more involved in myself so it's kind of like here I am in this little tiny sort of shed if you like just talking away and and for me that's the enjoyable concept um so I enjoy it yeah there's a lot of enjoyment there isn't there it sounded ludicrous at the time then but but what that has done a little bit if I'm honest um it's a bit crazy because I've been doing this now for just over a year. I've, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, I've found my therapy, if you like, and it's it's building blocks to um, tackle the challenges I have. Um, I've got strong, quite a strong mind, but at the same time, it, it has chinks in its armour, um, and those chinks, you know, sometimes when they when they sort of manifest and grow into other problems that's when I struggle uh, and that's when I, I mean I don't really I'm a big advocate for talking on here and I'm a big big advocate for saying to everybody you need to open up guys get out there talk you know make things known um you know but then I don't do it myself so it's I don't do it as much um but then I do I, I use this platform as a way of engaging without feeling like I'm putting a burden on my friends and just what I like to be for my friends is I like to be the go-to guy. I like to be the happy guy. I like to create fun. Um, it's finding that balance. And that's where the management of mental health comes into play, doesn't it? And you've got to constantly battle that, you know? Um, I've, and, I've, and I've spoke quite in depth about that. And, and I've noticed a lot of the challenges have really been smashing me in the face lately. <laughs> if I'm brutally honest, I feel like I'm a, a boxer that's got no experience and just got jumped in and taken on Muhammad Ali just for shits and giggles. Uh, just what I feel like sometimes. And it's kind of trying to manage that. And I think that that's the key i mean if you can unlock the key there then you know you've got the secret to good mental health but again it's all different for us um you know uh it, it's it's also what i was doing tonight was reflecting quite heavily and i suppose the more i expose myself as in like you know i've used this as quite a deep platform um for, for me so at the more i expose myself the more like anxious you get a little bit really and that's when I like the support from my close friends to make sure that I've been doing the right thing because at the end of the day I'm just trying to remove the stigma of us balancing our mental health our life our well-being getting out there incorporating um, exercise enjoying life you know taking chances and things like that you know it's all of these things are really key important parts to our life to enjoy it um, and it's almost like, you know, I've, I've driven for I've driven my life for 21 years in, you know, through through military working, if you like, uh, painting a helicopters and aircraft. I thought I was going to do that for the rest of my life, if I was brutally honest. Um, it unfortunately it ended. And I, I, that was a really, a really big moment in my life um, because 
I've the beauty of what I, the job that I was doing, although it came to a point where I needed the financial status, as in to get to site manager and the knowledge and experience and everything else came to that area, I lost the ability to be able to create a little bit more. So I lost the love of it. But in actual fact, what I did love about it then I, I realized was I loved the creativity of side of my, my job. Uh, I got to do some very, very, very um, unusual projects for the RAF, and and it, and I, I was I, I enjoyed it. I was very good at my job. Um, when I lost that, I've inherently spent the last two years absolutely plowing into into um, into health and safety. Why have I done that? Um, I suppose because health and safety gave me an element of creativity, but it's not until you start doing, and I mean creativity because it's quite nice to be in health and safety in the sense that for someone who struggles mentally, you get the challenges of um, being, if you if you learn like I've, I've tried to learn and you become the top of your, not the top of your game, because that sounds fucking arrogant, I'm sorry. It, but you, you I, I've done my level six and that's quite an achievement. So, you know, I've done my uh, degree in it. So and I'm looking at doing my master's. So um, with that level of confidence, when you go into a room and you talk to people and you know what you're fucking talking about, that really is an empowering feeling. And it's like you can go in and confidently, confidently change mindsets about a a project or uh, a way that they've been working and I find that really really rewarding it's almost like you're you know you're 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 kind of nurturing people I don't know I don't want to sound fucking cheesy but because you talk to different walks of life across the board in health and safety and there's so many fucking things that you look and you go do you know what you're fucking crazy but then at the same time because I was in the military I've done a lot of fucking stupid things, and I mean a lot of fucking stupid things. I mean, uh, there was, you know, dare I say it, there's one time when you're sat there, and um, when I first went through, and I'll tell you this little story, it was absolutely fucking hilarious. Um, was it hilarious? I don't know if you'll see the fucking funny side of it, but this is how dangerous we were. Okay, we're not looking at the funny side of things, we're looking at the dangerous side of things. So years and years ago, and... Um, the, what they used to do was uh, get us onto a giraffe, which is, uh, and I don't mean a giraffe as in like a, you know, an animal. Call it a giraffe, and it's a, it's a pump up um, staging basically, a staging it's like stairs. You go up and you go up the stairs, and then what we used to do was strap the guy to the top of it, and then basically it was his initiation, if you like. They, and you're not allowed to do that nowadays. Um, it's as class as bullying, um, and rightly so, rightly so. And um, they used to push him into the so tip it into the ews the um, emergency water supply which is a big old supply of water that we now know should be um changed annually um emptied and, and refilled annually i think it is it might even be sooner than that and um, there's a legionella thing and i uh, we've never done that so the military have never fucking done that i can guarantee you so there was like literally bacteria flying everywhere to the point where when the guy was strapped to this thing the draft was in there was about 15 20 guys and they were all they, they. He went in, and in he they were bobbing him, and they couldn't pick him back up. So everyone was jumping on it. They went in, had to try and rescue him. Nearly fucking killed the guy, and um, yeah, that was like the craziness. So you you can imagine you go from. Um, bear with me. My was just turning my heat off because it was bloody hot. Um, 
yeah so you know bear in mind i mean you can't do any of that nowadays so <clears throat> and rightly so right so because it was fucking dangerous um but i've been on that side of things of doing stupid shit like that i remember there was one night i was playing fucking eight ball we were playing pool and i got um sh- i got sharked into playing this guy that was a you know a very 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 good pool player and he eight balled me and i had to run around the at the hangar naked um with no lights on and then I smashed my leg on one of those fucking um, bike racks. You know, the ones that just had the bike rack um, to put the tyre in. I ran around the corner and fucking ploughed my shin into that. Wiped me out. Came around the corner. Uh, the fucking coppers, the military coppers, were fucking sat there with full beam on. Because the guys had rung to say that I was going to run around the hangar naked. Fucking lit me up like a Christmas tree. Bosh, there we are, fucking, it was, I think it was like November time as well, so it was Baltic outside, balls were up in my throat, nothing there, just a little bit of fucking skin, that was it, and I literally, and the coppers pulled me over, put me into cuffs, it was all this fucking routine, because they thought, what's he doing, I got pulled in, it was absolutely horrendous, so I've been on the side of things, I can fully appreciate when you look at people, and I think that probably gives me a little bit of an edge because I don't go in with an arrogant attitude because I know that these stupid things can get done. I've been there, I've done them. So that gives me like an extra edge, I suppose. I don't go in going, you should be doing this fucking uh, claws fucking rah, 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 rah. I don't do that. That's not how you do, that's not how you fucking look after people. So, you know, without going into too much of a rant here, that's what I think the mental health side of me gives gives me onto because it gives me that ability to manage that. However, um, what 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 I am noticing, the more I do art, the more that I'm, I don't know, I suppose the more that I'm feeling like, um, as I, as I do, as I develop and, and grow and, and try to battle my mental health, I, I, I care less and less about certain things and I care more about other things and, you know, you know, I'm encroaching on 42 this year. So, you know, for me, it's kind of, all these little things I'm putting on a bit of weight and all these all this sort of stuff and it's kind of I don't know you get that that thought process when you when you've had like years and battling mental health for almost 10 years now um like constantly on and off you know and and it's been 14 years since my first accident and I'm still fucking battling it and it's crazy it's not even like I've got any reason not to be able to pull myself myself up and out of it that's the annoying thing with the men- with mental health is is there's no quick fix and when you've endured it for so long and you need to really get yourself out of those mindsets and and it sort of kind of as i as i get a bit older i really sort of don't want to miss out on the things i'm i should be enjoying like i should be having fun going out enjoying things going for walks doing whatever you know you you get very much to the point where you do miss you want to grab as much life as possible and I suppose that's really hard when you've got mental health problems that you can shut yourself away. So you're wasting days, you're wasting hours, you're not talking to people, so you're losing engagement with people. And it's just a fucking battle, man. It really is. It's like, it's quite, and, and it's quite overloading. And that's what's been, do you know what, Reese? It was, it was right up on today. And, I, and, I, and I'll be, and I'll be brutally honest. And this is not for an attention thing at all. But I, and, I, and I must caveat that straight away because you would know me by now. We're 150 odd fucking in, man. You know, you, you pretty much know me. Um, but even today, I was sat in front of my computer today and, um, I was sending out emails to people on some pretty important things, I think, in the grand scheme of things. 
uh, and I needed a task to be done. It was irrelevant, but I already knew that people were going to ignore my emails, and I already knew that people were going to just ignore me. And I was like, okay then. So, and do you know what? The more that I was sat there today, the more and more I went, why have I fucking trained? for two fucking years to tell people what they're doing wrong to be ignored by people and then just sit there and think I'm just fucking wasting my life I'm just sat here when I'm when I could be fucking doing artwork and having music on and not having the stress of dealing with people that don't fucking care that they're doing things wrong and I'd rather do that but that doesn't financially support so it's kind of like you have to endure mentally crippling fucking days where and also it doesn't help that obviously you know I'm, I'm on my own at the moment and I don't mean that in a, in, the, in this sort of sense but um, other than my other colleagues are on on uh, on a course and it's very fucking lonely you're so, kind of sat there and you're just kind of I don't know it just becomes you contemplate life and I suppose it doesn't help them when you again you're battling mental health and and I was honestly and this is no word of a lie I was sat there in front of the desk and I went I really just don't want to fucking be here. If this is my life at the moment, this, this this is what I have to deal with. And what's the fucking point? And that's where I was going. And I was like, "Fuck, James, you need to get up, get up, James. Fucking go for a go for a walk." And it it made me it made me reflect quite heavily because uh, I had to reflect. I was like, "Fuck, are you doing, mate? Don't be a dickhead. You know, you're just having a shit. You're just having a bit of a shit time or a bit of an off time. You know, whatever." And I have, you know, uh, you've probably heard it over the last couple of podcasts. I'm trying to be as positive as I can, um, but it's just, I suppose, it's just that that want for a, a quieter life. I think when my when you've had a, a head that's been. I mean, my, my, my mind just never stopped. It's constantly just screaming at me and overthinking situations. And, um, you know, it's really fucking hard to explain, but it's like really over overpowering. Some people I can be too fucking overpowering with. Some people I pull away from. My fucking head's just constantly screaming out like, fucking, you know, don't trust that. Don't do this. Don't do that. No, watch that. I'll fucking cover your back. It's just constantly worrying. And it's almost like you just get to a point where you're like, I don't really want that anymore. I don't, I don't want that worry. I don't need to fucking have that worry. And it's that's the point of mental health. So I was reflecting quite heavily, like I said, I, I keep saying before I constantly go off my tangents. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I was reflecting, and I was reflecting a little bit on, um, you know, how naked I feel at the moment. And I don't mean I'm undressed. But it's almost like I've been talking quite heavily about my life. And the more that you put it out there, the more that you know people are listening, the more that you worry and you're kind of going. Um, but I'm at the same time, I was happy that I've done this. I was happy that I've come this far. I was happy with what I've managed to achieve and where I'm going. And and do you know what? It's a little bit of a happy story, actually, to, to, to just to underpin that a little bit. Is um, I bought so with my artwork, I I bought some a um, uh, couple of unique bottles, uh, gin bottles off of um, eBay. That's where I get them because I don't want generic. I don't want to do the artwork with generic uh, bottles. I want something unique that then sparks my mind a little bit to give me a drive in what sort of patterns going to go in. And anyway, I I spoke to this. Uh, I, I ordered this um, bottle and it was a lovely bottle. And uh, sent it through. And um, what I did was I'd, I'd made the artwork this weekend because I got it just before the weekend. And I sent a photo to the person. I was like, oh, just to say that, you know, this was your bowl. He said, oh, did it arrive safe? I was like, yeah, yeah, but I've smashed it. <laughs> he was like, what? I was like, and I showed him the photo, smash glass uh, gin bottle art. 
And um, <clears throat> I say him because, um, again, I've probably done the uh, the most despicable thing you can imagine, and I assumed his gender um, by his by by a name on eBay. Um, so anyway, but I'll, I'll get to that point in a minute. And um, yeah, I was uh, so we were chatting away, and I said, "said Oh, here goes." And um, the person went, he went. Um, yeah, that's absolutely incredible. Oh my God, that's really nice. Can I show my friends? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no problems. And then um, they got back to me and said, look, I've got all these other bowls. Do you want them? Um, I can send them for you. Just pay the postage. And she had some really, uh, I say she now because I can get it. So I said, oh, thank you very much. You're an app, you're a true gentleman. That's what I said. You're a true, true gentleman. Thank you so much for this. He was offering me the bowls for the price of just the postage. And I was like, mate, you're a true gentleman. And, he, and then she came back and said, um, I should hope I'm not a gentleman. I'm a female. <laughs> and I, in banter, as you can tell, because she was with her granddaughter. So um, I didn't ask her age, but I'm assuming she's, you know, sort of 50s. I think I suppose, both suppose granddaughter. You never know. But I'm assuming again. Don't assume. I assumed her gender first, mate. Look what fucking happened there. So I replied back to her saying, um, well, I had a 50-50 chance. And I say that with fucking bated breath, don't I? Okay, I, in my world, I had a 50-50 chance at the moment. <laughs> it's not a very diverse fucking way of saying it, but I was like male or female anyway. I, um, so I said, fucking lady, um, I'm really, really grateful for you. Thank you very much. And um, then I showed her some other bits of artwork and she, because she came back at me and said, um, oh, I've, I've shown my, uh, my, my friends and they all agree it's amazing. I said, oh, I've done some more. And I sent some more. She was like, do you mind if I share these with my gin crafts, uh, my gin and craft club and all this? And we had a really long conversation on the back of a, buying a bottle on eBay and it was all through eBay Messenger. So it's just, it just positivity spreads around a little bit. And it's, um, that made me feel good, actually. It really did make me feel good this afternoon. And it was, it, it was nice to get that, um, I don't know, uh, gratification, justification that I'm doing right, I suppose. I, it was nice to get that recognition. That's the word I'm looking for. Nice to get the recognition for doing something. And I, and I know that I, there's a lot of people that say to me, oh, that's amazing, and, and et cetera. And it's normally the people that love me around me, um, you know, that say it. So you take it with bated breath because sometimes you think, well, they're just saying it to be me, you know, because they're like, fuck, we don't want to upset James. He's a loose cannon. Um, or are they saying it because they genuinely mean it? And you hope so, you know, you hope so. Um, but at the same time, you know, when you hear it from random people and this woman was like, you, know, you need to go to the craft stores, you'll sell all these in a wanna. She, I can't believe you're not selling them and all this. So I was like, well, I've got them on an Etsy store. So she was like, I'll send me the link. So just really helpful people. It's amazing how, again, the positivity and the negativity between, you know, work life in the conventional sense compared to me engaging with random people then bringing out the happiness with art. It's almost like a nice feeling. It's a warm feeling. And why I enjoy it so much, I think it's like I make a lot of things and I, I actually end up gifting more than I actually make money on because I like to see people smile. I like to see them happy because I know what it's like to sit there and just put that fucking smiling face on. Everyone thinks I'm the class clown and, and I speak. I say it as it is, uh, which is very true. I do say it as it is. I know what I want. If I want it, fucking I'll have it. And I believe in just enjoying fucking life. I really, really do. You don't get a second chance at this, uh, you know, and... You, you know you go from men men almost go from and i don't say men in the i'm not i i'm say i say men because i'm talking from my point of view but there is obviously other other areas but you think men go through this um high high um rate of suicide 
real mental health battles between you know their early ages you know sort of their their adult early 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 adulthood right through to their sort of 40s they're sat there battling mental health are they doing things right you know performing sexually performing managerial duties whatever you may be or, or promotion i don't know but it, it's it's interesting that um and i can caveat that a little bit with a story that i, I saw on tiktok with a, a group of women um talking on um on their podcast about the difference between a man being um you know polite and being wet and it was like basically just completely and utterly belittling men for not having confidence and it's almost like you're sat there going i'm in disbelief you're literally belittling men on social media because they don't have confidence and that's that you're calling them wet well it doesn't how how do they have to have the why do men have to have the confidence why can't women and the equal rights have the confidence to boost a relationship why is it the men's the male's duty we talk about equality all the time don't we but that's another pressure that the man has and we go through these challenges all the time so we go through like you know marriage is is a big thing it's a financial implication we always endure as well and i, I say modern days actually is quite good um we do, you know there's a lot of people that share their ways and i think a lot more relationships are going that way they have to because it's just you can't instill this on a man there's no we haven't all got the same beliefs in the sense of how marriage should be achieved but there is still a lot of pressure on men and we go through that all of our our, our, our young adulthood really you know from early to middle age are the most stressful times where suicide rates are astronomical and you know even even me i'm at 40 fucking 2 and i'm sat here fucking like questioning my existence still because i just want to i don't know what i want to be fucking happy it's crazy life and and i think that's just a lot there's a lot of uncertainty out there in general um but it's trying to get over that hurdle and do something that i want to enjoy now i don't want to i don't like the grind i don't want to be sat there just fucking grinding my teeth to go through the fucking day to get to the end of the day to or to get to the weekend i don't want to do that i want every day to be enlightening and i know that's a blessing and we don't not everybody gets that but you know it's something it's a challenge but it drives me it absolutely drives me um and i think that men really do get a bit of a bad rap still seeing that tiktok then men going through their their adulthoods where they've got to you know perform sexually they're they're told to take control sexually and they're told that you know you need to lead and and drive and be the performer lasted this long i I need this this and this you know and you've got to do all that without learning you know it's still a learned process except we get exposed for it Um, and then you, you you're going into relationships you're going into friendships you're going into work and then you're know, driving yourself through work, trying to get promoted. It's just a constant battle, isn't it? And a lot of men feel that. You go home and a lot of men want a simple life. Um, I say a lot, as in the majority, but there is some people out there that don't want a simple life and um, want to challenge themselves. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a, a big driving factor. And then you sort of encroach into when that subsides and you get a little bit of a break. And then you go into the realms of all of that stress that you've endured in those early years has heightened your risk of prostate cancer and things like that. So it's kind of that's on the other side. So when you start should be chilling out, you've now got the worry of um, high rates of cancer because men are 
fucking idiots uh, and we don't go and get ourselves checked out so i will say on that please um whilst i've got you um my father um didn't pass away but um had um uh, prostate cancer and it, it went to three lymph nodes so um really has taken taken years off him um and it's radiations in his muscles and everything and um that was you know that was because um not wholeheartedly but i think there's elements of you know not, not ignoring it a little bit um dare i say it and i know he'll deny that but at the same time i think he did i would feel that way some how many times have we seen there and you've gone oh fucking hell i'll ignore that you know i had a fucking lump on my testicles i ignored it for about two years and i went fuck i need to go and do something about this that would have been too long james you're fucking done um you know it's a it's a mad thing i think you know we don't really want to go around that area you know what i mean so take it fucking steady don't ram your fingers in cowboy slow down um that's often why i try and say um so unfortunately uh, so fortunately for me i do actually get on the back of that i i do go and get my psa done um annually and um i have the old finger in the bum i don't need the finger in the bum but i just said fucking chuck it in mate you know i'm not paying for it um so yeah it, it, and, and it's a win-win you know he gets the experience i get the experience and i know that i'm healthy so it's a win-win situation um anyway um, I'm not going to digress into that field because that is not where I am an expert. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, um, I don't know. You know, it's it's kind of, um, yeah, we go through all these stages, all these battles as men. And, uh, you know, and, and it, it, it's, a diff it's very difficult. And I think that we're constantly still taking raps. We're still taking um everything else you know and and it's about trying to remove that stigma as well so that we can get out there and fight ourselves fight our, fight for our corner you know um it's very important that we acknowledge that and i know that um sometimes this can be seen probably like a bit of a soap opera i've had a couple of comments like that um with regards to my podcast i've had some really lovely feedback actually especially one from my number one fan and i have to say uh nelly um he has literally been he, he's been list, he's listened to every single um podcast from start to finish he even actually and this is a i will say this is where sometimes we don't pick up on things and it's very easy to slip by is i did a he, he mentioned this today which was really nice actually that he mentioned it uh not today sorry yesterday last night and um he mentioned it to me because it resonated with me as well because um i did a a podcast where it's, it's called um it's it's okay to not be okay um and that was um that was when i i first found out about my daughter um so yeah i, I found it very very tough and um he said he listened to that podcast again and he didn't listen to it the second time the way that he listened to it that the, the the same way he listened to it the first time and he said he didn't realize how much pain was in my voice and you know there is there was a lot of emotion in that podcast a lot of emotion and he said he's probably let himself down and not asked me how i'm getting on and it was nice of him firstly to that's a key part to having friends that's what we want from friendship we want people to reach out so you know that's the thing that we need to all do better in i think um but it was nice that he acknowledged it. Nice that he sort of said, you know, if you need me, I'm here. Uh, and that's a really rewarding thing. Um, it's a really nice thing to have. I've, I've, everyone I've spoke to, um, even one of my old friends when I went to Burns night the other week, um, 
Yorkie, my friend, he he basically turned around and said, look, mate, you know, I'll take you out. I think I mentioned it in the podcast. I'll take you out for a pint and we'll, you know, I'll just rip the shit out of you for a couple of hours and we'll have a couple of pints. And, you know, I don't want to hit you and fluffy. You can talk, but I'll rip the fucking shit out of you. And it's nice. And that's what you want as a bloke. You want people to dull down your pain a little bit, but still allow you to express the pain. And I think that's the hardest thing for men. And I still, even now, I feel that like even my podcast, when I'm talking and, and where I've come from, you know, year, you know, a year ago to where I am now, even I now, I think, Christ, I've spoken a lot. I, I've mentioned a lot about my life. Um, my life is out there, basically. Am I embarrassed? No, not at all. Because I think that it's really, for me, it's so important to address that mental health is is real it really is and even know that you if you know me you think i'm this fucking happy-go-lucky guy um just up for fucking craziness all the time i am an adrenaline junkie i always have been but and i get very 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 suppressed um and i get very angry when i don't get the release of the fun it's really crazy but when i don't get it it really does affect me massively mentally um you know so it's, it's it's tough it's a real tough situation at the moment um but anyway i don't want to digress into that because this is not what this it is what it's about but at the same time like i said it, it's it's removing that stigma and allowing for people to be able to be open and honest whether it's with your partner whether it's with your friends your your parents your siblings whoever it may be cousins nephews nieces whatever whoever it may be that you want to confide in um, it's really important that you find that person. It's really important that you find that person because, you know, for me, it's invaluable because even when I don't want to talk, there'll be a time when I do something where I, we all come out and talk. And normally, to be fair, that's times like, you know, I'll go and play golf with my friend, uh, Kieran, and, uh, you know, we'll have a round of golf. And, I'll, and I'll, normally that's when I can relax because I'm in, a, I'm in a relaxed environment then. I'm just kind of my own self. Or normally we do the, the, the most time that I really express myself is genuinely a bit old school, if you like, is over a beer. I, I, I don't really do talking on the phone. I fucking hate it. I hate talking on the phone. I really fucking do. I don't know why. I like making little videos. I think it's because, the, in fact, I know why I don't like talking on the phone. It's because I don't want to shut the call down because I feel I don't, you know, I feel like I want that person to just get everything off their chest and make themselves feel good. So, which is often why I stay on the phone a lot longer than I normally do, and um, than I normally should. And um, and and I think that for me i like to control things so much that i don't want people to call because i know that i'm out of control i want to keep listening because i'm like fucking offload on me not literally you fucking horny bastards and um you know i'm sort of sat there and i'm like you know i, I can keep doing that but it, it, it just keeps i keep absorbing it and i'm like fucking hell this I, this is fucking crazy do you know what i mean and then and then you know i can't control it whereas if i send a a, a, a personal video message you get what i want to get across to you in a funny quippy sort of way bit of a laugh and then you know we shut down i don't have to endure the ums and the ahs um that's a bit weird of me i suppose and that's a bit of a control freak that i've become um control freak in a good way i just think it's i like to manage my life i like to manage what i do um but yeah i'm not gonna churn on anymore because i think i've said enough for tonight but i certainly do feel a little bit happier um like i said i've been very shut away i've um you know been on my own now for about a week i think just kind of working chilling um just reflecting on and off you know so uh it's nice to be able to vent it's nice to be able to vent um 
and yeah just get us all through this in this sense of help each other out that's the key importance and that's what i'm trying to drive i suppose in fact before i too close down i need to think of a um see somebody said to me and i need to ask this question does there have to be an end goal so somebody said to me because um, i was doing a podcast and i'm doing um you know i'm doing my artwork and i'm doing my um what's the other thing i'm fucking doing james i can't fucking think oh my god it's completely gone podcast artwork something else i can't remember <laughs> it's completely gone completely gone um but i'm doing it for um there's an end goal or oh, tiktok that's it sorry fuck me tiktok what's the end goal what's the end goal for you james what do you want out of it do you want fame do you want riches do you want i was like does there and this is gen i think this is just the old school in me because i don't really see the point in there being an agenda i just want to help people and this is a nice medium for me to do it the tiktok is like a little it's a little fun thing to do modernize myself i suppose it's a way of keeping myself a little bit uh, you know, in the game at fucking 42 almost, you know, it sounds a bit sad, a bit cliche, um, but it does, it keeps me in the game, and and, and also, you know, it, it, it promotes positivity, I think, and that's what I'm about, I don't really, I fucking hate negativity, I really do, even to the point where even some of the messages I get on TikTok are very negative, sometimes you're like, oh, fucking hell, shut up, you fucking weirdo, and you're like, wow, this is a positive message, mate, you know, and, you, and that's, there's so much anger out there, but you have to keep driving forward, don't you, you have to keep going forward. Um, and I think that, yeah, so for me, what's the end goal? I don't really know. I don't, and I, I genuinely don't know. I suppose I enjoy doing this, so I'll keep doing this. The more that I enjoy it with the music and chilled out, it gives me something to focus on, something to keep my mental state stable, if you like. So if it's a therapy session for me, if you like. Um, and yeah, I don't, I, I, it's a question I want to say. Does there have to be an end goal? I'd love you, I'd love to know from you, actually. Um, do you think there should be an end goal? What do you think the end goal would this be? Realistically, I mean, I don't know. I, like I say, I'm not interested in, you know, fucking quitting my job or anything like that. What I, I, I you know, this is just for me. I, I just, I, I just want to know if what you would think there could be an end goal. Anyway, enough of that bullshit. Um, <clears throat> yeah, thanks for listening. Um, I hope you're all okay. As I said at the start, um, thanks for listening. You know, I really appreciate it. And um, you know you've been absolutely fantastic listening, and um, I hope you're enjoying the the content that I'm promoting and pushing out there, and um, enjoying the new dulcet tones on this mic as well, which is absolutely fantastic. I've heard the clarity's nice, but oh, that's it. I've been told it's a bit quiet, so I've upped the gain. I think that's what they've done. I've upped the gain, and um, hopefully it's a bit better. I'll get some feedback from my friend, uh, my number one fan, if you like, Nelster, um, and I'll get some feedback and see what he thinks. So, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, have an amazing week. Just try and stay as positive as you can. Get those milestones in. Get the meditation. Get the reflection time in. That's what saves me is my reflection time. It helps me reflect on the journey I'm on, what I'm doing. Am I on the right path? Am I not on the right path? What can I do to get onto the right path? Reflection is a real key part to my man my mental health management, if you like. Um and I think that's a really important thing to do is find what the key component is to your mental health and stick with it. Like I said, art is another component to mine. My podcast is another component to mine. And they all form this like 
almost like um the way i can describe it, it's like a barrier around me it's of, of, i can pick and choose of what that kind of makes me happy that makes me happy that makes me happy these things perk up my mental health find that thing that you you want to make you happy whether it's just you might just be sat in there i don't know um i'm gonna chuck it out there because nelly's on my mind maybe it's an hour of um of ufc and he, and he knows that every night he wants an hour of ufc you know he that these are the things that you try and do to promote your happiness and that it, it, it can be everything if we can try and incorporate it into something that's positive for our well-being such as you know reflection meditation walking all these sort of things exercise good heat eating uh, healthy healthy water all that sort of stuff if you can incorporate these little additional key components onto the side we we end up with a really resilient uh, character, don't we? We, we? we become a force to be reckoned with. And like I said, that's what helps me. Even when I'm feeling my, my downest of days, um, I've still got the armor. I've still got enough components in my armor to be able to fight um, fight those fires and then deal with the, the uh, you know, deal with the aftermath in my own private time like I am doing tonight. And I think that that's the key part. When you've got those little components to dip into, they offer you the the extra fuel, the extra ammunition, whatever you may need to fight the next day. Always write off the day as well. If it's a bad day, write it off, move on. Don't dwell on the shit in the past. It's in the past for a reason. The reason we call it a present is because it's a gift. And the reason it's called the future is because it's unknown. So there you go. Um, thank you for listening. Take care and have an amazing positive week.